Testing, testing, one, two, three. Five, seven, eight. <laughs> Welcome to Movies with Mum. I'm Conrad. And I'm Mum. In each episode we take you on our regular mum and son movie dates to review the film. And the ice cream. Very important part that. Absolutely. So, what are we going to see today? We're going to see Tolkien. Yes, so a biopic. Biopic? Mm. Biopic. And what do we know about it? So it's about J.R.R. Tolkien. Whenever I hear that, I always think of J.R. Hartley, the man in the Yellow Pages ad that was looking for his fishing book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what does J.R.R. stand for? I don't know. It's definitely not Jason, is it? No, it's probably John or James. James. Reginald. Reginald. Don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> Presumably they don't call him J.R.R. in the movie. Well, we'll see that, won't we? So it's the young life of J.R.R. Tolkien, author of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Fantastic books. Fantastic Fan- films, too. Yeah, yeah. They were brilliant, weren't they? We loved those. Whoop. It was close. It was yeah. close. So it's his early life as a young man growing up, going to Oxford... Getting interested in elves, presumably. Yeah, point. and girls, I think. Yes, fortunately, there's some girls in the mix. So he mm. falls in love with Lily Collins, I think is playing his eventual wife in this. And who's playing him? It's Nicholas Holt, who... Oh, we love him. We do like Nicholas Holt. So he, we've, we've loved him ever since About a Boy... Yeah, that was brilliant with um, Hugh, Grant. Hugh Grant. I couldn't remember his name. Yes, huge grunt. <laughs> and the zombie rom-com, Warm Bodies, which was yeah, very good. Yeah, that was very good. And most recently we saw him in The Favourite. Yeah, where right. he said your favourite phrase. Yes, which I won't repeat just in case there are any children listening. Mm, was rude. It was, yeah. So this is his early life and uh, I I think the idea is that you get to see the inspiration behind some elements of Lord of the Rings including the Fellowship of the Ring and his fellowship with lots of young aspiring writers and poets and so on and so forth. And going through the First World War of course. Yes, which apparently had a massive impact on him and I remember this from watching the making of Lord of the Rings. There was a chunk of the making of that looked at J.R.R. Tolkien's life and they drew parallels between things like the Dead Marshes in Mordor with these um, ghostly figures just underneath the surface of uh, shallow pits of water. Mm, Um, Sounds like trenches. Yes, so a lot of people think that that's visually drawn from trench warfare and just generally his sense that War should be avoided at all costs and evil must be stamped out. And Mm. yeah, so. So that's where he got the idea for the books? Presumably, or certainly his experiences shaped the narrative and his attitude towards things. So, yeah, that's the general idea. So, I think we're supposed to be seeing in this movie his growth from promising young youth. To man scarred by the ravages of war. Mm, 
sounds interesting, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah, and I mean, they do say write about what you know. Hmm. So he's obviously drawn, even though he's put it into an imaginary land with imaginary people. And elves. It, yeah, he's drawn from his life's experiences and put them into his books. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not sure how many dragons there are in the First World War. No, I don't think there were many, although the far things they used to th- throw... Or did they have those in the First World War? I don't, I don't, I don't know think, if they did. I don't think they did. I know they had the poison mustard gas and all that, didn't they? Mm. Or was that the second? No, that I was get the confused first. with the wars, I must admit. <laughs> Probably because I had, you know, didn't live through them. I was lucky. I was born after the wars. City World! City World! Yeah, so reviews aren't good. No. They're middling, and I, I think that's interesting, because whenever a film lands in the middle in Rotten Tomatoes, you know it's divisive, because mm. Rotten Tomatoes isn't very good. It's very binary. It's sort of up or down, thumbs up, thumbs down, and it's not very good at dealing with films that divide the audience. So it'll no. be interesting to see where we fall. Yeah. You either love it or hate it. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's just sort of... This bit's good, this bit isn't. You never know. Mm. Oh dear, this roundabout is very busy. He didn't indicate. No. Oh, he is now. He must have heard you. Mm. <laughs> and your favourite spot is available. Oh, brilliant. Get and will there be a Hobbit ice cream? A Hobbit flavoured ice cream? <laughs> what will that be? With hairy feet in it? Hairy feet! Oh! Hope not. I don't mm. fancy that. Well, let's go and find out. Yeah, we'll see you later. Bye for now. So, we have escaped the world of Tolkien. Mum, what did you think? I really enjoyed it. You did? Okay. I did, but I think I know what you're going to (laughs) say. Well, tell me why you enjoyed it first. I enjoyed it because it was a really good story about his life and... His relationships with people. I didn't know he was an orphan, so that was quite a shock. Mm. Um, So, yeah, just learning about him and about how he was always encouraged by his mum to have a good imagination. In the two scenes she was in. In the two scenes she was in. But, I mean, you could tell that that was kind of a thing they did all the time together, Mm -hmm. him and his brother. So... Yeah, I enjoyed it, and I thought it was very moving. I loved the way new characters were introduced into it, and I loved the way in the battle scene some of the characters from his books were brought into it. It just kind of looked right to me. Mm -hmm. I just found it very moving. In fact, I had a tear. So, yeah, what What, did you think of it? What produced the tear? Which aspect? When he heard about his friend being dead, mm. that he went searching for, I found that very moving. Uh. And when he lost his girlfriend, or he thought he'd lost her, so yeah, a couple of places I had a tear. Yeah, there are a couple of places where it really works, and, and Nicholas Holt's fantastic. It he has to be is said. amazing in it. Hasn't he grown into a big, tall, handsome man? <laughs> when you think of that little podgy boy that was in About a Boy with Hugh Grant... Yes. You, you wouldn't have believed it, would you, really? No, no. I mean, uh, 
you don't I don't feel as though I got a tremendous insight into who J.R.R. Tolkien was. We found out his name. We did. John Ronald Raoul yep. Tolkien. So we got that. But I don't feel as though I know much more about him other than he was obsessed with languages and he was in a gang of four friends who called themselves a fellowship and they went to war and were well, never the same again. he was born in again. Africa or he lived in Africa. Yeah, yeah I suppose... Yeah, we got some biographical details. I, I guess what I'm thinking is I don't feel I know him You didn't know much about the man no. himself. I'm not sure, as wonderful as Nicholas Holt was, I'm not sure, and that's in the writing, I'm not sure I got much in terms of an introspection into who he was. Oh, right. Oh, I, I felt I got to know him quite well in that. He seemed to be a, a very deep person, a very introverted person that was brought out by the fellowship of the other three, that was encouraged by them. And he was a very deep thinker and he cared a lot about things. He cared a lot about people, didn't he? You think? Yeah, I think so. I felt I knew him by the end of it. Yeah. That's why I found it so moving. I think if you don't relate to the person, you don't relate to the actor, then you've lost it, really, which we've noticed in other films. But in this one, I really kind of related to him. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, oh, it was like a BBC drama. Yes, <laughs> but why, why would I say that, though? Because of the way it was staged. Right. Now, I think... It's, visually, it was cinematic, and certainly the sequence in the trenches is probably the most expressive visually in terms of evoking his experience of it and tying it directly to the imaginative works that he came up with later. My problem with the film is I don't know what it's about. You don't know what it's about? No. Really? And this was the problem that I got ever since I saw the trailer. Because mm-hmm. when the trailer came out, I said to you, it looks like a mess. What is this movie about? Because you can't just say it's about J.R.R. Tolkien and he went to war and he wrote The Hobbit. That's not a story. That's a sequence of events. And that was my problem with the movie. It was a sequence of events. It didn't correlate any of them in a way that meant anything. And there were so many different elements that it could have been a film about. It could have been a film about a man who was deeply in love with a young woman that he had to give up in order to better himself, in order to create forge a future for the two of them. And and there was some of that, but you didn't feel it particularly deeply because it didn't go into that very much. Mm -hmm. It could have been the story of the Fellowship, but I didn't really know the individual members of the Fellowship particularly well, and all of them sort of faded in and out of the picture until one of them all of a sudden became so death-defyingly important that he walked from one end of the trenches to the other to try and get to him, which was moving. But And then it could have been about the friend that was quite obviously in love with him, but they didn't quite have the courage to come out and say it, so it, it just smacked of cowardice. It, it could have been about a man who was forging a whole new language and f- felt deeply about the, its relationship to human culture, but it was just mentioned occasionally. It was just all in there. It was just all thrown into a washing machine. 
Mm-hmm. And and to me, is and I got the same feeling as when I watched the trailer, which is, what is this about? What are you trying to tell me and what are you trying to make me experience? Because you're just sort of throwing everything at the wall and seeing if any of it sticks. And a couple of occasions you feel something, but the rest of the time it just felt like a parody of an Oscar bait worthy movie and that's what I thought when I saw the trailer it looks like one of those trailers that you see in in parody movies where they're making fun of worthy Oscar bait movies okay so I just I just looked at it and thought yeah it's very pretty and there are a couple of bits in it that work well and Thomas Newman's score is gorgeous and reminds me of the sort of stuff he did in the 90s but mm. I just didn't I didn't get anything from it. It was a sequence of events and none of them really added up to much. Oh, goodness. Now, see, I, I got the whole thing as a complete thing. I saw him from a child losing his father, losing his mother, being forced into a school that he didn't feel comfortable in, uh, with people that he didn't feel comfortable with, to making friends with people that were from better backgrounds and much better off than him, to realising he had his place there with them, making a fellowship with them, growing up with them, falling in love, um, wanting to be with her, but knowing he couldn't be needed to go to Oxford... Um, I got everything from that film, but perhaps I was filling in the gaps that you weren't seeing. Maybe you're still describing a sequence of events to me, not a story. Oh, right. Well, to me, it was his life story. I could, I could see it. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what would you give it out of ten then? Five, maybe. Five. Oh, I'd give it a seven. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Oh, and. <laughs> What about ice cream? Ice cream. Ice cream! Well, they didn't have anything new, unfortunately. Tyler did dash over to service, though. Oh, Tyler's lovely. We love Tyler. (laughs) Yeah, I had the Mary Berry Bliss, which got chocolate pieces in it, so that was very nice. What's that That out of ten? I'd give it an eight. Yeah, it's, it's a good one, the Mary Berry Bliss. And what about you? I just had bog standard chocolate, which is very rich and creamy, but it's it's sort of it always seems to be sort of half melted and slushy already. Mm. Six maybe, not too bad. Yeah. Oh well, mixed bag then, like the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the fifty-eight. You were in the forty-two. <laughs> Indeed. Oh well. See you later. <laughs> Bye. See you next time. <laughs>